A few years ago, I saw a particular post on Instagram and I saved it. And years later, this post resurfaced in my mind and it goes something like this. We only have one life. Keep it simple. Missing somebody? Call. Want to meet up? Invite. Want to be understood? Explain. Have questions? Ask. Don't like something? Speak up. Like something? Share it. Want something? Ask for it. Love someone? Tell them. And I think that this is, I mean, it's something I obviously overlooked when I first read it. And then coming back to it now at the stage of my life where I'm in, it just feels so necessary for me to talk about this because I have picked up on it more as an adult than I did when I first saw the thing. Um, I'm coming to understand a little bit about love, about relationships, about friendships, about familial relationships, just connection with people. I'm, I'm learning a lot and I think that that comes with time and experience, but if I can save someone the hassle of having to learn it, I would love to give a heads up. So let me explain this further. One lesson that I have learned in my 21 years of life and loving others is that love should be absent of pride. And I haven't been the best person at this. I'm going to be so honest in society today. It's really, really hard not to do the opposite of what this principle states. Um, but I want to kind of be deep for a minute if you guys are cool with that and kind of explain why I think that this is the number one killer for the quality of life and the quality of our relationships and connection with all the people in our lives and how I am trying to remind myself of this principle daily in all of my relationships so that I can show up best for the people that love me and for the people that I love. <clears throat> I feel like in society today, there's so much wrong with the concept of love. And one thing I've picked up on is that love for many people ends up over time being deeply rooted and also subconsciously, I should say, rooted in fear. Let's look at a talking stage. Oh, I really like this person, but I don't know if they like me as much and I don't want to be rejected yet. So I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to play it nonchalant um, and wait till they make the first move. Or I'm in high school and these guys are really cool and I want to hang out with them, but I don't want to ask. So I just won't say anything. Oh, I really miss my friend, but they've been a little distant lately and I don't want to seem clingy, so I'm just going to wait for them to reach out first. I really, really hurt my ex. I feel so shitty about it because it's not like me at all. It's not a part of my character. It's not anything I ever saw myself doing, but I'm afraid of them not responding, leaving me on red or not taking it well. Oh, I'm starting to fall for this person, but I don't think they want me, so I'll ghost them instead. These are things I see happen all the time. And it's really not until I saw this again that I really deeped 
how true it is because the post talks about life is simple if you want something ask for it if you love someone tell them if you miss someone tell them if you want to go somewhere or you want to hang out with someone invite them and it makes it sound so easy but that's because it is it's literally that easy you want something you ask for it that it's literally straightforward it's cause and effect and i feel like today in society Maybe because people have been hurt, maybe because people have had terrible experiences with shitty people who probably didn't care about their connection to them. Maybe it's rooted in experiences that they've seen from their parents or from their friends or from their siblings or on TV or on TikTok. And slowly over time, our concept of love becomes so tainted by being fearful. I I often hear about a lot of relationships that either never happen and we call them situationships now and we made them so normal but they're literally just failed relationships they're relationships that haven't been tested yet they're in the prototyping phase and a lot of times people in situationships are so deeply rooted in fear and in abandonment and rejection and embarrassment humiliation the fear of being vulnerable the fear of being weak or liking someone is just so hard for people to swallow is that you almost get like worried when someone just genuinely likes you and knows how to communicate it when a friend genuinely wants to hang out with you and knows how to communicate it when a family member tells you that they're proud of you and that they're so proud of your progress it's so hard for you to to receive good because you are always operating from a fear of abandonment or a fear of just fear of something everyone's is different every situation might bring a different feeling but the fear is still there so many times in life we will lose good people good friends good relationships good opportunities right because society has conditioned us into believing that vulnerability is weakness being open and and telling someone how excited you are for something makes you weird it's like if I'm like oh my gosh you're taking me on a date today I'm so excited it's always like oh my god girl you're doing too much like don't tell someone that you're excited to see them even though that's how you truly feel play it cool just be like hey come pick me up at eight (laughs) Like, isn't that insane? I just, like, I, I feel like I deeped it. Over, like, the last 24 hours, I just, like, reread this post and it's been fucking with me. It's been messing with my head. Because why are we like this? Why is this a thing? Why are human beings so afraid of being human? And having emotions because, oh, I, like, I don't want to tell this girl I like her because look, what are my friends going to say when, when she rejects me? It's like, that's not, that, that's not even real. It's a hypothetical situation. And so you'd rather ghost this person instead when they could have also been really falling for you and super excited and you'd rather hurt this person and then continue to put people in situations. When I'm older, because I've been thinking about this for like a lot in the last day or so. When I'm older, I feel like I want to look back on my life 
knowing that I did everything I could and said everything I could to keep people that I love in my life, right? If a friend really, really hurts me and I, like, it's almost like if someone does wrong against me, let's use a friend example, a friend does me dirty and I'm still like, hey, but I really care about you and I miss you as my friend, right? Because that's how I genuinely feel. I'm like, look, there was this like 10 year long friendship. We always had each other's back. She really hurt me and now we can't be friends anymore and that sucks and I miss her and I want her to know that. It's almost like pick yourself up queen. Why are you reaching out and telling this person that you care about them? Why are you telling this person that that you miss them? And I was talking a little bit about this with my roommates last week. I have a bit of a like a grief anxiety or a death anxiety and it's mainly about my last interactions with people, right? If I come here today, I hang out with my friend, I always want to leave it on a good note and go to bed knowing that I said everything I wanted to say, I did everything I wanted to do in regards to this person, and now I can let it rest. And if, God forbid, touch wood, that person is no longer here tomorrow, I don't walk around with oh, there are so many things I wish I would have said and I I wish I would have apologized for this and I wish I would have told them that I missed them. And it it does sound a bit extreme, like I am in therapy, I'm working on it, but (laughs) it's also like, it's true though. Like, wouldn't life be so much more peaceful if the people that were in your life, if the friends, if the relationships that were in your life knew and were, were like fully confident that, hey, Celine really values our friendship. Celine misses me when I'm not there. Celine cares about me. Celine was thinking about me today. Celine wants to hang out with me. Like, I want all my friends to feel like that. I want all my friends to feel like Celine's got me. Celine loves me. And I think everybody wants people to feel that way about them. And on the flip side, I want to feel like that about all my friends, my significant other, my parents. I want to feel this person really wants me in their life. This person really values who I am this person really values what I bring and not even what I bring but just me and we only do life once and this person likes me so much they want to keep me in their life like I think that's such a beautiful thing if we think about it in that way about how impermanent life is I think it's it's so cool right that you get to pick your little people Like, we're just tiny humans on a planet, like, picking people that we love and keeping them and wanting to keep them and and maintain those friendships until we die. Like, ah, I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling. I don't know if I'm just, (laughs) I don't know if, like, I've gone on a tangent. I guess this is what table talk is for. Like, it's not an official episode. It's just kind of, like, brain dumping. But I, I don't know. I just feel like life is too short life is too short and if you love someone tell them and I want to use an example that I have experienced in my real life you're probably like Celine what even qualifies you talking about this you're only 21 um two of my closest friendships to this day and I don't think I don't foresee them ending over anything like these these two are locked in for life um had previously ended at some point so at some point we weren't talking we were in no contact (laughs) we 
and like one of them I was the reason and the other one was a complete misunderstanding like that person thought I was the reason I thought they were the reason that we talked about it and we're like what the fuck like we really spent a whole year talking for no reason but anyways life is life and everything happens for a reason but I say this to say that during those times right like I hurt someone I really loved and I thought that I was doing it out of protecting her because my mental health was really shit at that point but I was basically like hey I don't want to be friends all of a sudden and she was like what's going on and for like a year or a year and a half we did not talk to each other like we would see each other and we would not talk to each other I was like okay cool she's mad but in my heart I was like I miss her and I don't know why I ended that friendship because I was just I think I was scared that if my mental health got really really bad in the friendship that she would just up and leave and there would be another person leaving me in my life and at this time I had just lost a relative um to mental health and so it was just it was a lot for me and I just did not know how to process and be like hey can I lean on you instead of shutting you out so instead I ghosted her pretty much I was like we can't be friends bye and I missed her and I was like sleep why the fuck did you do that that makes no sense why you care about this person obviously you value her friendship like nothing was ever really wrong like what the hell and I did reach out and I was like, hey, look, I'm so sorry. And I know that it's going to take ages for me to get your trust back because I needed to understand my role in that. I needed to understand that, hey, I did a shitty thing to a person and made her feel insecure in this friendship by just cutting it off out of nowhere when I actually really cared about her and actually really value her in my life. And so I tried. <laughs> I reached out and she was like, eh, she wasn't really feeling good. She didn't trust me, which is completely fine. I completely understand. And slowly but surely like over the span of two years we kept reconnecting I kept chipping away at it and when I was able to let go of my pride in no contact and be like no I'm not talking to her we're not on talking terms like I'm just gonna find new friends when I was able to let go of that pride I realized my love for her was so strong and her love for me was strong we were just both in like a guarded position because we didn't want to be hurt And so when I broke mine down, I did that first, which as I should, because I'm the one who fucked it up. But anyway, I was like, hey, I miss you. And like, I know you might reject me. I know you might leave me on red. I know you don't want to talk to me. And slowly but surely, the more that I kept showing up and wanting to work and prove to her that she was important to me, the better it got. And our friendship is a million times stronger than it's ever been. And I think that I'm kind of thankful for that period, weirdly, even though it was so rough. Um, because yeah, I I feel like I grew so much from that and she grew from that. And then when we came back together, it was, it was beautiful. And like, she's like a sister to me and I could cry on the podcast, but I'm not going to admit. Um, and the second friendship, uh, we both kind of were a bit distant from each other for a little bit while we're figuring out, figuring out life. And then we just stopped talking altogether. And so every time I would see her again, there's this like, okay, we're not talking. Like, I just got to keep it pushing. And it was so funny because last week we were on the phone and we were like talking about it. And we're like, oh my God, we were so fucking stupid. Because every time I saw her, I was like, she doesn't want anything to do with me. And every time she saw me, she's like, she doesn't want anything to do with me. But I would literally like see her and then get in my car and drive home and like be crying and bawling my eyes out, like listening to our songs because I'm like, I miss my friend. I miss my bestie. And it wasn't until we both reached out, like she reached out first and then I reached out again and then it was still kind of weird and then she reached out again and then ultimately we were like, okay, we are going to see each other and we're going to commit to rebuilding and it's been beautiful 
ever since. And I say this to say, if you truly know in your heart of hearts that someone brought so much value into your life and made your life better for the period that they were in it, even just an acknowledgement of, hey, I really miss you. If you betrayed someone to the point where they, they literally cannot be in relationship with you anymore, they can't be around you, they can't trust you, whatever, like that's so fair. Sometimes you just do things that are way too, um, way too far for people to accept you back. And I'm super lucky that I didn't end up in that position, but I didn't do the best thing. I made a poor decision. And I, in the, in my mind at the time, I thought, okay, this is like, this is justifiable, right? I'm protecting her. But really I was protecting self and I was protecting my ego and I was just trying to keep myself guarded instead of loving. And I feel like love can only exist when there is no fear. And you're like, okay, look, I've been hurt before, but I'm going to give this person everything that I can and just pray that I'm making the right call. And I think that that's what like makes love so beautiful for me. My family are like that. Like your family will cut you deep because people that you love have the have the power to hurt you, have the most power to hurt you. And you know, my brother could say, Celine, you look ugly today. And it might cut me. <laughs> but that's my brother at the end of the day. And I love him more than anything. And I have two brothers, I love them both, if you're listening to this. Whoever's listening to this, I love you more. But anyway. <laughs> that's what it is you just have to kind of weigh up your options now I do think that this needs to be said that if you're in a situation where someone is abusive or like completely taking advantage of you like if someone cheats on you and keeps cheating on you and like keeps breaking your trust this is not a sign to take your ex back okay but if you are the person who did the hurting to the other person being vulnerable helps at least an apology you know I've always thought that if I hurt someone and I give them an apology kind of like what I did with these friends I was like hey look I know I messed up and this is what I thought I was doing but it's clear that that wasn't the intention for you that's not how you received it and look I don't know where your head's at I don't know if you want to still be friends or if you can trust me or if you see a future or or whatever but I want you to know that I sincerely apologize and you deserved a lot better than that I was cool with sending that and it potentially being left on red because I knew that by saying it, I've communicated. Like, it wasn't their court, sort of. And no one really owes you anything after you've hurt them. Um, But it's also, like, life is so short. Like, all the people that have an apology for me, like, if I die tomorrow... I mean, I would, I would rather just hear your apology. I feel like I have so much more respect for someone who can take accountability. And I think that helps us to grow and it helps us to forgive ourselves. Like, I don't think about me ending that friendship anymore because I've, I forgave myself the second I sent that message. And then in rebuilding a friendship, I now don't even think about that. Like, I, I had to remind myself the other week that that's what happened to begin with. So... Aside from super abusive, toxic, like crazy things, if there was someone in your life that you loved at a point that you think brought 
so much value and and joy and goodness into your life and you feel like there are things that are unsaid like if you miss them tell them that now I don't mean for everyone who ghosted their situation chips to go back and be like hey I miss you like don't spin the block because you want to get this person back in your life for your ego like this is gonna take some maturity but being like hey look I did you dirty and like I was just kind of afraid or I wasn't really ready for this at that moment in time and I I should have never done that to you and I really do apologize and I wanted to let you know that I miss having you in my life and thank you for your time and I had a situation ship an ex-situation ship do this um I don't think he listens to the podcast I fucking know that one but um he a couple months later I think it was oh it was almost like six months after it had happened I had already healed and moved on from the whole situation um but it was like I put a stop to something because I felt like I was mistreated in a particular incident and I was like okay I don't want this anymore bye and he he tried to apologize like in the moment but I was like I feel like you haven't sat with this enough to feel sorry about it like whatever Anyways, I focused on my healing, I focused on moving forward, and sooner or later, he came back and apologized, and I was like, wow, like, I respect you so much more for doing that. His pride probably kept him from saying that to me all that time, but him actually coming up to me and being like, look, I messed up here, like, you didn't deserve that. I was like, damn, like, okay. Like, it was just, like, I feel like that was such a flex on his part. To be able to apologize to someone without being like, that's not what I meant to do. Or like, you're just crazy and reading into it. Like, to just be like, I'm sorry. And I really value you. And thank you for your time. And thank you for being so kind to me. And thank you for the memories that we had. And I know that you might not want me back in your life. And that's okay. But I just, I could not, not tell you. And I, I, I don't know, I thought that was very admirable. And I think that for that reason, I'll always respect him. Um, I mean, I was going to respect him regardless, but I have more respect for him because I'm like, that takes a big, it's a big risk to, to be vulnerable and to admit wrong. Um, so yeah, you, sometimes you don't have to get anything out of it, but just telling someone, hey, I really value you. And I want to show up for you better. Or hey, like I know we aren't going to be like that close again. But life is short. And so I just wanted to remind you that I really miss who you were. And I, I pray that you continue being that great person to whoever is lucky to be in your orbit next. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's all wishful thinking. But that's my table talk for the day. And I'm now realizing that I didn't even explain what table talk was. So I didn't upload an episode last week. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was literally doing nothing. I can't even excuse my behavior. I can't even tell you that like, oh my god, I was so busy. Like I was doing nothing. I was healing. But um Table Talk is uh, like a little mini episode. I feel like I went on a tangent with this one. I don't know if I'll be able to do mini episodes. It's going to be like a shorter episode um on a week where I'm super busy and I thought I would treat you guys maybe every second week with an extra episode a week. Um called table talk and I know you can hear those sirens and I'm so sorry because I live next to a main road um and it is about to be the public holiday Monday um so I'm pretty sure 
and people are out drinking and having fun. Meanwhile, it's 10 o'clock and I'm about to shimmy into bed, watch some YouTube, do my self-care. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And I was like, you know what? This is a perfect time to record when I feel like this. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this Table Talk episode. Let me know if you, there are certain topics that you want me to cover on Table Talk. I feel like on Table Talk, I can pretty much cover anything, um, even if it's just BS even if I'm just talking shit for like 15 minutes, I feel like it'll be nice and refreshing. And hopefully you liked this and please let me know. Oh my God, you guys have been letting me know so much about what the episodes are doing for you. And it makes me so excited. Thank you. I love that for me. And I love that for us. Um, Cause it really means a lot to me that people listen and actually resonate and love and feel empowered by, Oh my God. Sorry. I thought the spider was crawling on me. Anyways, I'm going to cut it here. Um, I love you. If you're on Apple Podcasts, the better platform, leave a review. Leave me some some stars. Unless you're going to leave me one or two stars, in which case, keep your stars. I don't want them. Um, And if you're on Spotify, I don't know what Spotify people do. I don't know if I told you guys, but I am not a Spotify. I mean, I'm not an Apple Music girly anymore. I'm on Spotify. And I... But not for podcasts. I feel like there should be two separate platforms. But anyways, before I get on a tangent again, I love you. Thank you for chilling with me this evening. Um, make sure you're taking care of yourselves. And I hope that if this was part of your self-care routine, that now you feel all zhuzhed up and ready for the week. I love you. And I will see you in the next episode.